of Shotcast, episode 187. I'm your host, George Menes, and I'm here with Mr. Ryan. What's going on, man? Well, I've heard there's this new game from Bungie out called Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, I hear all the kids are playing it. And No, uh, no, really you mean Marathon. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> Marathon. I'm sorry. I got by that. By the guys who made Oni. <laughs> and we just lost all of our viewers that yeah. were about to watch this show. We lost all their dignity, so. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe they made a Marathon reference. It's old. <laughs> These guys are awful. So, hey, what's going on? Good, good. Actually, for the shotcast, I was planning this week. I was planning on just reciting all of the um, the terminals from Halo Three. Just reciting all the all the dialogue from them, word for word. Uh, that was that was my plan. Was like, uh, <laughs> like, like our whole dialogue is just we just speak in terminals. Yeah, in terminals. Uh, yeah, I've been good. Uh, catching up on. I haven't been playing Destiny, but I've been definitely following Destiny Fever because it seems like everyone's playing that. Um, I've seen at least twenty pictures on Facebook of people playing it. So. Like, here's a picture of my guy, my warlock, my titan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of have Destiny some fever. Very, uh, very, some very entertaining uh, dancing photos from Destiny 2 that look very fun, so. That is one thing I do after, like, every major, like, when we beat a raid, everyone <laughs> starts, like, just dancing. <laughs> and just <laughs> point, and I'm like, you, now dance. And he's just like, yeah, dance. And that, that gets kind of nuts. But, uh, yeah, Destiny, that's that's kind of a big deal. It's uh, out now. I am playing it on probably all the consoles. <laughs> Long story short, I got the digital version for the PS4, started playing that, and then the following day, it turns out I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered a copy on Xbox One on Amazon, and that showed up in the mail. And I was like, "So I got to play it on Xbox One also." So yeah. I'm I'm like dual logging uh, Destiny playthroughs right now with just different nice. groups of people. So I have like my PS4 friends, and I'm playing it with like Xbox One people and. It seems a little ridiculous for me to be doing yeah. that. I'm going uh, to make the decision, stick to a system, and see how that yeah. goes. So before we get too much into Destiny, which is obviously going to take up most of our time, uh, there were other games that came out uh, besides Destiny this week. Should I, should I go over them? Or what? No. I was like... <laughs> um, so to quickly go through our new releases that have been out from September 7th to September 14th, 2014. Not 2015, not 2016, 2014. Um, we have Mega Man X5, a PS1 classic for PS3 and PSN... Or uh, PS3. Uh, yeah. De- Destiny for Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, we have NHL 15 uh, for 360, Xbox One, PS3, and PS4. Uh, we have Teslagrod for Wii U, uh, The Keep for 3DS, uh, Adventure Island, the NES version for Wii U, uh, Planetarium, The Reverie of a Little Planet for PC, and Fable Anniversary, also for PC. Um, so yeah, not not a whole lot out this week. It's kind of you know kind of a kind of a you know small week. A lot of indie games, you know. Yeah, I, I think a, I think this was this was a you know I think developers did this on purpose. I don't think they <laughs> want to launch anything the same week of Destiny because it is the most anticipated game of 2014, according to. Pretty them. much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I'm I go. Assuming, with yeah, I was gonna say even though I don't have it, and I haven't played it yet. Uh, Destiny, I'll go with that. So. <laughs> Uh, what are you playing? I mean, you're going with Destiny also. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm going with Destiny. Sure. You're not a, you're not a, you're not a hockey's man. No, not a hockey's person. Sorry. And Tesla Grad, I have not played, but I've heard good things about. But I'll go with Destiny just because I'm jealous of everyone else playing it, which I am not. So. Okay. So yeah. yeah so I'm playing <laughs> Destiny. I have a lot to say about this game, so I don't even know where I want to start. So I'm gonna have you <laughs> ask me things about Desk Destiny, and we'll go from there. <laughs> about Destiny. That's good. That, that we're gonna, <laughs> um, it's, it's, yeah, it's Destiny play on my desk. Destiny. Yeah. So I know. So you said you're playing both versions, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my uh, I, I yeah. So I guess as someone looking at this all out from the outside, you know, as someone that's just kind of like like I'm just enjoying kind of watching people as they're playing, like you know, whether they're streaming or posting videos or whatever like that. So you know, which I think Destiny is kind of perfect for the way that it, you know the multiplayer and how it kind of it's it's very. It's very community friendly. It seems like where it has like a lot of people like posting photos and interacting with each other, or whatever. Um, so I was just, just I guess, want to know what you think of the the multiplayer so far, and just um, y- you know how it like how it is playing, you know, by yourself or versus playing with other people. Because um, that's one thing that I kind of s- like. If I did get the game, I'm kind of nervous about is like, will it be as fun if I'm playing by myself versus you know playing with others? Or what? It, what are your thoughts on it so far? Um, I can see why Bungie released that statement last week of like, hey, reviewers, we, we kindly ask that you just don't do a day one review because the game doesn't really start till you're level 20. And also yeah. it's a multiplayer game. You want, the, you want to experience all the features and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, 
the multiplayer is it's insane. As soon as you group up with people and you get into a fire team, you start shooting shit. It feels great. It you know you can tell Bungie made that game because they kind of mastered that like 15 to 35 second uh, enemy encounter where it just seems different every time. Uh, with people, it's excellent. By yourself, the combat is still good. It just feels a little bit. It's just a little bit boring. It's kind of like that uh, we were talking about it earlier. That like Borderlands syndrome of things where yeah, when you're when you're with three other people, you're just kind of like shooting the shit, talking nonsense, and then when I'm throwing some fun gunplay on top of that, you're you're asking for like a really fun night. But since the story in Destiny is a little bit on the weak side so far, and I'm maybe, uh, at least on the PS4 version, I'm maybe like six or seven hours in, and I, 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 I could not tell you for the life of me what's going on in that game. Uh, the environments are gorgeous. I mean, I, I, I get excited when I go to a new place and shoot really funky-looking aliens. I think that's really cool. And I was playing a bit with Al and Tony, and yeah, super fun. But every time that Peter Dinklage robot came and said something, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I don't know what he just said. I don't, whatever. Just, <laughs> is there more guys to shoot? Great. And also the, the the mission structure of that game is a little weird because if you're playing by yourself, a lot of it is literally just go over there, shoot a bunch of guys, or go over there wait here and shoot a bunch of guys, or go over there, deploy your ghost to scan something, or turn something back on, and fight a bunch of guys. Uh, you know, collect things after fighting a bunch of guys, and, you know, their dead bodies would drop it. So, there, there is a lot of repetition as far as just how the missions work. But, so yeah, like, it, it's weird, because I'm really enjoying this game, and, like, I do have some gripes about the, I think the loading times are a bit crazy long. Because it's not like your typical first-person shooter or like where you just go from level to level to level. It's right. you go to like a zone, clear out, you know, especially in the kind of what they call the adventure mode, where you can just kind of go. Here's all of Russia or Earth. You just go to Earth and pick up random missions and do like random world events, and you just kind of do as much as you can, and then you kind of go back to town. In this case, it's the tower, like you know, the last city on Earth or whatever. And you go there, and then you you know you get rid of all your trash loot, you buy new things, you upgrade, you. You pick up some bounties so you can take it to the multiplayer. That is that's where you get that really like I use I I started comparing it to Fantasy Star Online, how you would just go to a zone, do the mission, get some loot, go back to town, just bullshit a little bit, dance on something, and then go back to shooting things. And that's really cool. Except I noticed there's crazy long loading times. Like you get this really cool loading screen of like all your ships and you're just kinda like flying around, just you know, being space guys. But you're there for, like, two minutes, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is kind of dragging. And, like, in between multiplayer matches, it's still pretty long. Like, yeah, there's a lot going on in the hood because the game is just gorgeous and phenomenal. Like, when you're not just getting shot at or things are just blowing up around you, take a moment and just kind of look up and you'll be like, wow, that is an impressive skybox. And the game only gets cooler. Like, I unlock the different part of the moon, and I think I'm able to go to Venus now, so I'm kind of curious to see what Venus looks like. Um... Yeah, my, my main concern is I'm already a level 9 or 10. The cap is 20, but then you can kind of subclass. That'll, like, take you to another level, to a level 15. And, you know, they're saying the game really doesn't pick up until you're level 20. So, you know, I haven't been, we haven't been introduced to the main, prota- uh, the main antagonist yet. We're just really we're just going to aliens because we're dicks, just shooting them in the face. But I don't know who the main bad guy is yet. Um, you know, I think that story will probably turn around at some point, but at the moment, it's just it, it's it's just Peter Dinklage just telling you things in a very monotone voice, and yeah. you can get some background of like, ooh, we used to have a colony here on the moon, and then the hive took it over, and I'm like, I I don't fucking get where are the hive? I want to shoot them. Just give me things to shoot. But uh, but yeah, I think as a multiplayer game, it's 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 so good. You you sit there and you kind of. I, I love the ver- the variety and just like people's different approaches because anyone can use any weapon they want. Right, and you know, combined with just different classes, you know, the warlocks got that big spirit bomb thing that they throw. The titans do that like fist stomp, mm-hmm. uh, fist smash, and then the uh, hunters have they just get holding guns and just get two shots that can kill anything <laughs> in one shot, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that multiplayer is really good. You do get some very like Borderlands vibes, especially when you start seeing the numbers come above someone's head. So it's really cool when you get like this really cool gun you can't quite use yet, and then you use it, it's like, oh man, instead of doing sixty-five, I'm doing seventy-five damage. It's that's it's that weird like just feedback loop of those kind of like loot games that it it's yeah. pretty good. Some people are like, oh, it's like Diablo with guns. Not quite. I wouldn't... I, I, the, the, that's like the highest compliment you can give one of those like loot games. It's yeah. not quite there, but like when you play it, it feels like you're playing a Halo game as far as like the combat is concerned. And, you know, you have rechargeable health and shield, so you're just kind of like bobbing and weaving. Uh, that's really good. My, my big concern is I feel like... 
talk to me next week, I will probably have blown past all the content. Yeah, well, that's that was actually going to be my next question because I, I didn't know that the level cap was like it seems pretty low. Um, you know, again, because I, I, I know classing, so it's like you're almost playing it through again. And right, I, you know, I haven't seen any of the endgame content yet, so they they could say it's like, hey, it's another like twenty hours of things to do, and yeah. it's like, all right, I mean, I'm not there yet. This is really but that's, my first couple hours impressions of the game. Yeah, but that's what I was going to ask was that if the level, you know, if the level, if you if you if you could reach the level cap pretty quickly, like within like you know maybe ten to twenty hours, I guess, or however long however long it takes mm-hmm. to get up to that level cap, what do you think there is to keep people going into the game, and like what kind of content is there other than just you know reaching the level cap to kind of uh, keep players, you know, keep it going? Because the thing about Destiny is that like it's not just a shooter; it does have that kind. Of, a lot of people have been comparing it more to an MMO, you know, versus right. so that's kind of what I was wondering is like what is there to keep people going in the game. I would say it's probably the competitive multiplayer. Okay. So, you know, you've got your, you know, this, you go into this thing called the Crucible, where at level 5 you unlock a mark, and that lets you, like, hey, you can fight other Guardians. So basically you'll, you know, there's four different modes you can unlock. So the first one is, like, this Territories Control mode, where three points on a map, you're fighting it out through that. That's really fun. Um, the only issue I have, and there's also, like, a Deathmatch mode, and there's two other modes, which I think is, like, a like a capture the flag or some weird objective mode that I'm not quite there yet. But those look pretty interesting. Owl's telling me that they're really kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, the only big difference is uh, there's no, like, level restriction. So meaning, like, a level 5 would be in a match with a level 20 person, and the health is just scaled at that okay. point. So, like, no numbers really pop out of here. It plays like a first-person shooter. Like, this many bullets will kill that guy instead of, like, well, I have 40,000. Like, no, there's none of that nonsense. It's there. The only problem is all of your skills will come in. So meaning a level 20 warlock will have access to more abilities, more grenade types than a level 5 warlock. So you will come into like those little discrepancies where it's like, oh, look, we're even. Actually, no, we're not. And also it's the kind of like, there's no there's no weapons on the map that you can do. What they do is they throw the ammo types on there. So like every once in a while, here's a special ammo. So like, you know, guns like a shotgun or a sniper rifle, that ammo is kind of spread around the map where, you know, you you kind of have to run your laps and try to farm them before the enemies could, and then every once in a while you get the heavy ammo, so it's like your rocket launchers and your big crazy fusion things, and those will come up every couple of minutes, and, that, and those you see basically the equivalent of someone fighting over the rocket launcher in, like, Ivory Tower and Halo. That's mm-hmm. that, that that's what the heavy is. So as soon as you start seeing purple on your map, just mad dash for it, and if you're smart, just kind of hang back and just do, like, a Hunger Games type shit where the people go and just fucking slaughter them and camp it out. <laughs> but, uh, the competitive seems really good. I'm a little, like I said, it's weird because in these type of games, especially, you know, comparing a Halo, even though it was so multiplayer-focused, at any point if you were just kind of bored and didn't feel like grouping up with people, you did have this, like, single-player campaign you could run through that, you know, had a, it had a pretty good narrative. And, and the thing is, I think Destiny's main problem is that it just, it takes itself so fucking seriously. Like, it's just hard sci-fi, the world is ending, the darkness is looming, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah. it's nothing like that commercial. You saw the live action one where we're playing like Immigrant Song and the guys are just yeah, chuckling yeah. like, oh that man, was, how do you say goodbye in big alien language? I don't know, but he knows how to say hello and just that kind of yeah. bullshit. And I'm like, that's kind of neat. That, yeah, was a, that was a great commercial. It was almost like kind of Call of Duty-esque, like the typical like silly commercials they do around, you know, when the new, new Call of Duty are out, so. Right, it seemed like really dumb, cooperative banter, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, I also, that's also kind of like the Halo games, too, where it's like, you know, the like outside of the games themselves, like, Bungie like to have fun and kind of, like, be goofy and stuff like that, but in the actual games, it felt a lot more serious. Oh, no, it was a serious business. Like, the, tra- the Traveler hasn't spoken in years, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you sit there just like, oh, my God. Like, we, 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 we you know, we, we joke about these, like, AAA titles that they're just like, they have their heads up their own ass, like, so far that it's just incredible. You know, and then and that's why I love like Assassin's Creed Four because it was a game that just didn't give a fuck about itself. Like, yeah, it, and your character made that known. He's like, I don't care about this. This assassin stuff is stupid. I just want to cut the guy. I just want to stab dudes. Is that fine? So yeah, there's no moment of that. And I think I I I played that game wishing Cortana was back. <laughs> like she should just leave those dumb phones and just just come back. You, you got Peter Dinklage though. I mean, isn't that doesn't that you know? It, it seems like he doesn't care. Like he. <laughs> He cares as much as I do about what's going on around him. He, it's like, oh wow, dude, that's a big ogre. I'm like, I'm like, if he's if he's dangerous, you know, emote or something. Like, really sell the idea that I could die. And it's just like, eh, should be careful. <laughs> like, like I said, it's super early. I'm hearing that the once the main bad guy, once the main nemesis is revealed, and that you know the game opens up a bit. But like, I I have a hard time when people say, oh no no, just you know, give it like nine ten hours, it gets better. Yeah, and, it's. 
<laughs> That's always. I threw a person out of my GameStop store when we were talking about Final Fantasy 13, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 good dude, you gotta give it a shot. It gets good after 25 hours. The game really opens up." And I'm like, yeah, "Get the was... fuck out of my store!" <laughs> I was gonna say that does remind me a lot. Like I, I wasn't gonna say Final Fantasy 13, but I was gonna say Final Fantasy 13, <laughs> or even something like um, when I played uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 with my friends, and like mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 2, is, it's a great game, but it is very slow, and it takes like right. probably once you get past the first five hours, it really picks up. But I did totally have to do that where I was like, well, oh, just give it five hours and it'll pick up. You know, it's just the boring, the beginning that's boring as, as hell, so. It's like, oh, this movie's, you know, the last 45 minutes are really good. And that's, people are making yeah. that comparison. Look like at a movie when people are like, look, yeah, well, I can skip to that part if I wanted to. Yeah. Like, I can't do that in a video game. I have to put in the 25, I have to put in the eight hours. I mean, but thankfully, like, the combat is so satisfying and, and, and done so well that, I mean, it's, it, it, it's a game that's just, it's just polished. Like, you can tell that, like, a thousand people worked on this game. Yeah, from the, you know yeah. down to the music, even down to the graphics. You know, uh, I, I we we took a bunch of screenshots. Uh, Giuseppe's gonna post up a uh, one of those comparative things, like how's it look on Xbox One and PS4. It, I mean, I'm playing them both, so they kind of look identical, which is pretty good. There might be some anti-aliasing nonsense there. I mean, like if you're if you're one of those really annoying graphical guys, you'll you'll probably pick up the slight differences. But for the most part, they they seem to be running. I mean, not one system is hicked up. You know, nothing's hicked up on me, which is great. And that's what you. That's always one you want to keep an eye out for, especially with these like multi-platform games on the Xbox One. It's like, oh, I can see a dip here. That's not cool. Like to me, yeah. nothing's really dipped yet. Especially when I've had a, a ton of things going on. I'm throwing like big Genki Dama spirit bomb things at dudes, <laughs> and that seems pretty. Yeah, that seems like it came. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking Destiny so far. I'm like, I you know. People keep asking if it like you know is high you know about the hype. It's like oh man, is, is, was the hype real? I'm like real in a sense that everyone's really excited for it, and once you get in and start playing it, you kind of start like yeah, let's fucking fucking shoot some aliens, man. You start yeah. you start feeling that, but when you kind of sit back and play it, it's not a bad game. It's just it, there's some just weird decisions they made like narratively where it's like yeah, you want to tell the you know they kind of should have said like you know what let's just go. Border, let's just go like Borderlands bonkers. Who cares what the story is? Just give them plenty of things to shoot. But it's just like they always kind of like bring back the story home. It's just like this is darkness coming. I thought <laughs> you people need to be on guard. And I'm just like I can't. Like I'm I'm sorry. Like I I've yet to take the game seriously so far just because it's so like it's so rigid. It's just yeah. The game so doesn't it's... know how fun it is. I feel like that's the problem. It's, it's so it's more the the online like the multiplayer and the social aspects of it that you're liking more than like the actual story and the oh yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, it, it makes those moments so much more bearable you can or you can laugh at how like how silly that game is just because you know as long as the, as as long as the shooting feels fine and it does it feels amazing and you're doing that with friends and it's just like just give me bigger crazier bad guys to fight and that's fine and you yeah. know. And it does fall into because there, there's almost like a grinding aspect to it where, you know, you can farm for materials and, and reputation points. And that's where, like, they literally took the worst part of an MMO and put it in their game where that aspect is like, well, let me go back to Earth and grind, like, Vanguard reps while I do this. And it's like that whole – and, like, I've never been a fan of doing something for hours to unlock a piece of gear when really you can make me do something more productive. To me, that just feels like you're just kind of padding the game a little bit. Right. So, you, so there's that sense of the game being a little bit padded, where it's just like, oh, here, here's a crazy quest. He's like, no, you just, I just sit here, kill guys. Like, I, I, I would have traded, you know, I would have traded the, you know, like the 20 hours on Earth you'll have grinding by just giving me more planets or something. But I don't, yeah, I don't know what the likelihood of that is because you know they already did announce a uh, two expansion packs, one coming in like December, which uh, it's gonna access to new planets. Because right now it's only four planets and the moon. Mm-hmm. Which I thought it would be the whole, you know, I thought it would be the whole solar system. To me, I I saw a bigger game in my head. But I'm already done with Earth for the most part. I'm done with the Moon. I'm gonna go yeah. to Venus and then whatever the next planet is, Mars. Yeah, sure, Mars. And yeah, yeah so like, I'm pretty curious. Like, so maybe that one playthrough, and then maybe once 20 happens, yeah, you go back to Earth. But there's different aliens here, and the sky's red or something. So yeah. Well, I'm sure that's something that they're gonna, you know, expand on in the in the DLC and the expansion packs and all that. It's just you know, besides giving more content, but just giving you know. M- more, uh, you know, more areas to explore and like all that kind of stuff, and maybe adding, you know, expanding on it to make it even bigger. So, well, Ryan, this game has a ten-year plan. Okay. So they say, yeah, the whole <laughs> the whole universe eventually. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, how like how big are we going with this game? Because it's yeah. very ambitious. Like, I will, I, I'll, I'll give it that, and it's very ambitious, and I want to see, and you can only really do this with like half a billion dollars. 
like no other game can really get away with this kind of so nonsense now, or try so this now out. So now is it a, now is it a competition between Destiny and No Man's Sky when that comes out to see who can make like the bigger universe game? Well, I think No Man's Sky wins because it's all procedurally generated, so it's just <laughs> kind of making things up as it goes, which is I I always kind of applaud. But yeah. and that's kind of what you do as a small development team. You just make these tools that just randomly generate, just so you don't have to waste time on it. Yeah. And the only thing you have to make sure is like whatever's randomly generated doesn't break the just, game. Just make sure it works. <laughs> yeah. And, and and that's something you'll that you see that a lot in like indie games like uh like Spelunky or La Mulana where stuff is just kind of like they randomly did this because we couldn't afford to have a guy sit there and make maps so just here you go do them randomly. Yep. Uh, but but yeah, that's interesting. I mean, so far so good. Like I said, I, I have really just minor gripes about it. Uh, it you know you can't really play it by yourself. And one of the problems I have so far is like the matchmaking system. Mm-hmm. where I, I always thought you go to a place and people just kind of get absorbed into your fire team, but that's really when you do something called a strike, which is like uh, like the the uh, the equivalent of a raid in an MMO. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you guys are grouped together in this area, kill a big boss, and then you just kind of, then once it's done, you guys, all right, see you, take care, I don't care, bye. And then everyone just kind of go back, goes back to their own thing. I always thought like in the open world, when you're doing like the story, anyone nearby will just be like, hey, we're going to be group mates. It's like, no, you're actually just kind of standing next to each other. Unless it's like one of the, unless it's like a public event when you do like the adventure mode where it's like defend these beacons from an alien invasion. So you know everyone in the area can see that and then they'll go and defend the beacon. But if they have a, their own like independent quest there, you're not going to be seeing the same things. Like you may be fighting the same groups of guys, but you're not quite truly together. And the only way to get people in your fire team is you go to the tower where there's just a bunch of people just running around dancing. There's a soccer ball I found that I started kicking around and we started playing soccer. And the thing, and that made, that reminded me so much of PSO because one of the lobbies was a soccer lobby where it's just you kick a big soccer ball into nets and stuff, and you just do that as you wait for you know you're waiting for your friends and so yeah we were kicking around a soccer ball and I'm like I I, I can't believe five you know five hundred million dollars was spent and probably more people will end up just dancing and playing soccer or doing these weird soccer type events outside of you know outside of the tower near the you know near the postman, but uh, I don't that it seems fun I mean like I'm. As, as much as I'm, like, you know, just kind of being cautious about it, I cannot wait to keep playing it, which is fantastic. Yeah. So, but yeah, Destiny, I mean, I like it. There you go. It's, 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 it's okay. Good, good job, Bungie. It's not a, it's not a flaming design. I think the, the, I think the ultimate fear was that people would, you know, we'd play it, and then it'd be, it'd be like Resident Evil 5 all over again. Well, you see, like, you can see it. You can see a lot of work went into it. Like, everything's pretty and gorgeous, but the game is bad. And yeah, it, like I said, I, and I probably told the story many times. I'm playing Resident Evil Six for review, and I'm playing it. I'm like, hold on. And like, I reach out to my friend on Facebook, who was another uh, games writer. I'm like, hey, dude. And I was like, hey, you're playing. And and like, hey, you're playing Resident Evil Six, right? He goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm reviewing it. And I was like, it sucks, right? And he goes, yeah. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. I was like, all right, good. So I was afraid I was gonna get that feeling during Destiny, especially like since I played that beginning part of the beta so much. Yeah, to play it through mean, again and then again on another system, I was kind of like, oh, I'm like, I saw this a million times. So as soon as I saw something new, it kind of reinvigorated me, and I was like, all right, let's see what else is. Let's see what else yeah, is, I, this game's got. I am, I am glad that Bungie did address that about like reviews, you know, and, and not necessarily trusting day one reviews because again, mm. this is something more like you know uh, an MMO where it's mm. gonna take, you know, it's probably gonna take people. I mean, I, I don't know what Giuseppe's plans are. I'm assuming he's probably taking his time with reviewing the game. Right. Um, but uh, you know, this is something that we're probably not going to see reviews for until at least like a week or two. Like even I mean, he also doesn't see it early, so well, there's a chance I'll probably get a review this week. Yeah, but like, just general, 100 hours in that game, he'll make it just happen. In, yeah, just just uh, just in general, I'm saying for uh, for like you know games publications as a whole, like you know, I'm sure like the earliest reviews you might see of the game, besides from the ones that are probably out because mm. we're freaks, um, <laughs> are like going to be a week or two away. Just to, yeah, I mean, to let, give let, time, I hope so. To give enough time to the game and to see everything it has to offer because it's not it's not something you you could just run through in 10 hours and write a review for because And in the issue of fairness, yeah, it's a game you should probably play through, you know, do that second class, you know, do that subclass, see what that end game content's about because I mean, there's a good, there could be a good chance once you hit 20, it's just literally like a brand new game and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I can't wait for that. I mean, one of the Super Marios is like that. Like, it's, like, the real game doesn't open up until you get to the very end of these weird funky levels and so yeah, I can't wait. For, you know, I can't wait for that. And also, that's just fair for it's 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 fair. You know, it's it's just fairness for the reader, for the developer, and just yeah. I mean, it's fairness for your audience because your audience wants to trust you. Where it's just like I know the person who played this. I know the person who reviewed this game actually played it. Mm-hmm. As in, and isn't just like, well, this game got a bunch of good reviews. Here's a goodish review. I think. Like I, I remember uh, 
years ago, I think when Gears 3 came out, I I was talking to another journalist who shall remain nameless, and I was already reviewing the game, and I kind of knew already what I was going to give it. And the reviewer says, like, yeah, I haven't, you know, we were playing it at, you know, Big Sean was performing, and we were playing the game doing, like, uh, Horde mode or something, and he was like, oh, man. And I was like, oh, it was your first time playing? He goes, yeah, yeah, I just got, you know, I just got my copy, like, a few hours ago, then I had to come here, and so this is me, yeah, I'm finally playing the game. And then, lo and behold, next day, at, like, 9 a.m., he's got his 10 out of 10 review up there, and I'm like, he did not. <laughs> And that person no longer writes game reviews anymore or writes about video games, but I'm just like... Uh, and it was from a site that was like somewhat credible, and I was just like, that's 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 a disservice to your to yeah. your readers. And, and like I said, it's also not fair to the developer, because sometimes people give a game you know, a couple hours, and it's like, I'm going to do my review and hate it. And it's like, well, no, you didn't really play. You didn't give it a fair shake. Like, if you're going to trash a game, I, I want to make sure the person played it, played it long enough to hate it. Like, you know, yeah. long enough when he's thinking about it, and like... Which I think that's what happened to me when I played Risen Three. Like I, like I sit there, I'm like, I fucking hate this game. Playing it, and then it kind of just slowly grew on me. And then I'm like, oh okay. All right, yeah, I think I think yeah, because a game, you know, because your opinion of a game could change. You know, because for example, you know, like a perfect example for me is, is the original Mass Effect. Is because like I love the Mass Effect series; it's great. But the first game, I had such a hard time like getting through the first couple hours of the game because it's just so slow. And so yeah. I think again, just you know, you really have to give it like you know, you really have to just you know. Even if it is a game you hate, but you could end up liking for like Mass yeah. Effect, you got to give it a chance to at least attempt to come yeah. together. Yeah. And the Mass Effect was a perfect example for me. It was like the first like three hours I was hating, but then after you know after I got off the Citadel, I fell in love with the game. So oh, the Citadel elevators, like yeah, I, like was, I get it. Like I love those games, and when people are yeah. like, yeah, the Citadel elevators were the worst. <laughs> they were really bad. They, but... were, they were bad. And it all was was a loading screen, and I was just like those. Oh, yeah, because actually I I have been wanting to go back and replay the Mass Effect games, but I know that like going back through the first one like through the elevators and stuff like that would be so difficult for me at this point. So it's like, Would you play a Mass Effect trilogy HD remake? Well, not an HD remake, just a... Like HD remaster? Or... Yeah. Um, I could probably be persuaded. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Most likely, yes, but... Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking towards that Master Chief collection just because they went in and yeah. just redid... Everything from the ground up, which looks amazing, yeah. and they yeah. you know they messed around with the multiplayer, and it's like oh like it, it they they treated it as if they're making a brand new game, but right. they just it just happened to be a game that already came out. Yeah, yeah, which, I I think that's the difference of that is that that's something that they're they're putting love and attention. Not that not that every like a you know I, I guess to compare the Last of Us remastered, you know mm-hmm. where they're they're putting you know they're treating it and they're they're going in and they're tweaking things and refining it you know, basically like yeah. make it how you thought you you thought originally thought of the game when it first came out like resident um, evil yeah <laughs> not, not, oh my god when i heard that news that they were making a new resident evil 1 like they were remaking i thought they were rebooting resident evil 1 so i got really excited and i was like nope. oh that, that's fucking awesome i'd love to see yeah. a reboot with like those resident evil 4 controls mixed in that mansion again and they're like oh no 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 it's just a hd remastering of the GameCube version, which was an HD remaster of the so PS1. It's, it's it's the remasterception because it's a remaster of a remaster. Right, so we're rebooting like, reboots. I know we've gotten to that point now, so it's oh, like it's, <laughs> I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't blame them because we're so early in like the the new console life cycle where it's just like, yeah, like we don't have any real games coming out for like two years. Like, what do we do in the meantime? A yeah. to make money and B to keep our fans happy and people, you know, and they're like, oh, we remastered. We like Resident Evil, we'll just remaster, make it pretty. And yeah. so that was really frustrating because I feel like they really missed an opportunity. Like, yeah, if you're going to reboot Resident Evil or remaster it, you could at least went in and like, let's change the control scheme. Or maybe, you know, obviously because you can't do it because it's all fixed cameras and CG backgrounds. Yeah. But it's like, wouldn't that have been great if they did it like Resident Evil 4? And like, that would have got me super excited. That would have been cool, yeah. Even or Yeah, it would have been cool. Also, we just don't know how things are at Capcom, where this is like, listen, this is the cheapest, fastest thing we can do, and this will keep the lights on for another six months. Yeah. So, I can't really be too mad. I mean, I think the, the fanboy in me is upset about it, but the, like, rational adult who, like, took a business class is like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. These these reboot, these uh, HD remakes, like, you know, like Sleeping Dogs or, like, Tomb Raider, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, because, you know, some people rather just, like, if you tell me there's a prettier version of this, I will play the prettier version, obviously. Great. But... I can't like I'm, right. It's a reboot of a reboot of a reboot <laughs> of a reboot of a reboot. I'm just saying, I, I, like, 
fucking can't. It's like, we're going to be an HD remastering of Twin Snakes. I'm like, no, fuck you. I don't... Oh, uh, I would... I would be down for that. That would probably. Yeah, be I kind of would. I would kind of would be down. Because <laughs> I actually, because I remember when they, uh, when I, I bought the uh, Metal Gear Solid Legacy collection last mm-hmm. year, and uh, when they said that it was going to include the first Metal Gear on there, I was kind of hoping that it would be Twin Snakes. Um, nope. But it was just the the original. Not that not that I minded, but I was kind of hoping that they would put Twin Snakes on there. But alas, they didn't. What can you do, Ryan? Yep. Say lovey. You know what we can do talk about news. Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, yeah, news. Stuff happened during the week that was not Destiny-related, but my first bit of news will be Destiny-related. <laughs> Apparently, they've shipped over... Let's see what the magic number was. $500 million of copies. Not sold through, because apparently that's big important, too. Like, just that was, yeah, that was a little... Through. That was a little misleading, I think, when yeah. I first read it, was that because I originally thought uh, that that meant, you know... It sold 500 million. And I was like, "Holy crap!" Was yeah. like, so basically, you know. just telling me there are literally 500 million dollars worth of Destiny copies just out there in the wild. Yeah, pretty much. So whether or not we people buy them, that's a different story. We'll probably know that at the end of the month when the MPD comes out, which will be a little misleading because a lot of people went digital for Destiny. Like, so did I. Because if you can tell me I can preload a game and just right at midnight I can play, I'm going to do that instead of putting on pants and going to GameStop because A, I hate putting on pants and B, I hate waiting at line at GameStop because it's like, hey, I used to work there, so it's like, hey man, you should pre-order this. Hey, are you are you, are you a Power Up Games card member? You should be because you get 10% of, oh, I know the whole pitch, it's crazy. But um, yeah, yeah. so like I prefer I prefer digital and they don't count though, so those these MPD numbers are going to be a little bit misleading because I yeah. feel people went that digital route. And yeah, I think, I think it'll... Care. It'll, yeah, I, I feel like that's going to be a factor, is that a lot of people were probably incentivized to go digital versus, you know, retail copies. And uh, the other thing, too, is, like, I think it'll sell well, but obviously, the, you know, the, the key factor is that there still aren't as many PS4 and, uh, you know, there still aren't as, aren't as many PS4s and Xbox Ones out there as there are 360s and PS3s. Yeah, and, so I mean, I, and they are offering that free upgrade if you got it digitally on the PS3 right. or uh Which, but yeah, yeah, so, you know, that... Um, you know, I, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if the game sells more on PS3 and 360 just because there are more systems out there mm-hmm. and because there is that offer. So, you know, I think it'll still do really well, though. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm curious to see what the what going to be that final number is of the, at least this first month of people buying uh, that game. And I want to know... I, I mean, I, it'll, yeah, it'll probably be the number one seller, but I'm kind of curious to see what that number is. And like I said, they, they don't really reveal the downloads of it. Yeah. Un- unless, of course, they hit, like, you know, you-, you only hear about how many downloads when it's, like, a milestone, where it's, like, we just had 10 million downloads of Destiny. Unless it hits that, we probably will never know what that number is, mm-hmm. which is a- kind of a shame. But, uh, yeah, Destiny. There's there's a lot of them, so maybe you should go buy them. Uh, okay, so speaking of sales numbers, we do have that poor fucking Xbox One in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, do you know the number? I have the number here, but do you know the number? Uh, I don't remember the exact number offhand. I know it wasn't very good. Do you want to do an over-under? Uh, okay. Over, okay, so over-under 100,000. Under. Over-under 50,000. Over. Wrong! Really? Wow. Yes. <laughs> <That was laughs> A whopping 23,562 units were sold in Japan in its first week, according to Famatsu. Wow. Uh, this was following up the very lackluster launch. Uh, we saw all those videos of people not lining up for it. Just they said, nope. They said, hey, Xbox One's out. They're like, okay, that's cool. Uh, no, I mean... Yeah, which actually, I, I just looked I just looked it up, actually. But it actually, it did do worse than the Xbox 360 as well, uh, when as, uh, its first week sales. The Xbox 360 had 60, uh, over 60,000 in its hmm. first two days. So and I'm kind of curious yeah. as to why it, it like that number made no sense to me. Well, and then of course they I saw the Dreamcast, yeah, 101, 101,000. Okay, yeah, three days. It. Nice yeah. job, Dreamcast. <laughs> but uh, oh, that poor guy. It was the it was the, the little tangent. It was the an anniversary of the uh, Dreamcast this week. I think it was its tenth it year. Was, yeah, tenth year or nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. So no, it would be fifteen. Wow! I love that yeah. system. And yeah. by the by, my Dreamcast is on its way, so I will be doing that <laughs> video series of Dreamcast Did It Better coming soon, where I will be playing awesome Dreamcast that's, games. That's when George. That's when George says that Seaman was better than Destiny, and uh, <laughs> gets all the fanboys riled up. So. Good. Yeah. He grows. He learns. Yep. He's alive. 
<laughs> I should probably get that mic. That came with a microphone, I think, too, right? Like, you got to talk to it. Yeah, yeah, you got to like, talk to it. Like, yeah. Some weird... Th- yeah, that that game was so weird. And very... Ja- like, nothing was more Japanese than Seaman. And I was just like, this is amazing. I will yeah. play the shit out of Shenmue. I, I want to record myself playing that and maybe do, like, a, a log of it, like, the, the whole series. And, like, I'm going to run through fucking Shenmue. Yeah, just that was... be, I'm just gonna live my life. I'm like, I'm not gonna look for sailors. I'm just gonna just live my life in that game and just go to, you know, go to my job, riding, you know, racing forklifts, yep. you know, doing some kung fu <laughs> in the park, like that. Yeah, could it? Ah, oh, Shenmue. Shenmue. Would you play an HD remake of Shenmue, Ryan? Or is that game so like blah that you're done? No, I would, because I actually I never had to play Shenmue, and that was always one of those games I want, like one of those you know kind of older school games I wanted mm-hmm. to play. Um, and which is why there, because there are always those rumors about them releasing it on um like Xbox Live as a H, you know, as an HD re-release, but never they happened, were because so. a no one really bought Shenmue. Yeah, like Shenmue Two came out was like so limited release anyway. It was just like yeah, if you're in Europe, you got Shenmue Two, and like oh yeah, it came out for like a week in the United States. I forget what had some weird launch thing for Shenmue Two, and it was also to be part of a trilogy, so we yeah. never got to Shenmue Three. Nope. It was, oh, oh, and, and, and oh, Shenmue 2 was amazing because you went to Hong Kong and you're just like, muggers just shot a button and you're like, oh, I'm going to fight. And like, that game does not hold up well at all. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, as for like scientific purposes, yeah, I think everyone should play Shenmue. But for fun, you should probably not play Shenmue. Sonic Adventure, that's where it's at. So. That game, you got chased by a killer whale on a boardwalk. I remember seeing commercials when the when the uh, you know nine nine ninety nine 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 ninety nine when the Dreamcast first came out and it was like yep. they got celebrities to play and it's like Method Man's like this game is crazy. There's a killer <laughs> whale behind you. And also those great two K uh, football games. Oh man. Yep. PSO, Fantasy Star Online. You need to come back. That game needs to be released. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no one bought an Xbox One in Japan. Uh, nope. Uh, the numbers include copies of Titanfall, Connect Sports Rive. Uh, we we got some actual games sold. So, Titanfall, which the game that sold the most, had the highest attach rate. It almost had since the number's so low, it almost had a one to one attach rate, which was that uh, is pretty crazy. So. Yeah. <laughs> Titanfall had twenty two thousand four hundred sixteen copies. So there's like four hundred. No, there's like nine hundred people who just did not buy Titanfall. <laughs> and then Dead Rising sold seven. Uh, 7,000 copies. Connect Sports Rivals was the second uh, selling, second highest selling game with uh, 15,000 units. That's actually, yeah, it's pretty, I was going to say, considering how badly it bombed oh, here. Oh, wait. Is like... The numbers include copies of Titanfall and Connect Sports Rivals bundled with the Day 1 edition. Oh, that's... Some of them already came with the game, or some of them yeah. had prom- promos going where it's like, hey, get this one or that one. Oh, that's that's embarrassing. Uh, yeah. I always said they should not release the system until it has a Monster Hunter on it. Yeah. Like, I think you wait for that. Like, I, I think a large part of this is just because... And, and again, this was also, like, on the Xbox 360 as well. Is mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of it's just the appeal and the type of games that are out on, the, the, you know, on Microsoft's consoles versus what Sony has to offer, you know, because... So you know, Sony traditionally has a lot more you know Japanese developers and a lot more you know Japanese series, and mm-hmm. you know, I think there's the influence of the console a lot stronger there versus you know what Xbox has to offer, which is you know typically you know like you know a lot of people say it's the you know the uh, you know the Xbox consoles are the shooter consoles, but you know a right. lot of the games that they have on there appeal more to Western audiences than than they do uh, than they do you know to which Japanese which audiences. makes sense like the, yeah. the the Xbox One over there needs an Akibus trip yeah like. It, it yeah, is it, really kind of weird, like... Yeah, because I remember with the uh, the 360, with the 360 when they tried to launch it with Blue Dragon out in the 360, but, you know, both the system and the game just kind of tanked, you know. I mean, we'll see. Good luck. I mean, I applaud Microsoft for even bothering in there because it's such a tough market to break into. Yeah. Uh, but really, I mean, we, look, we've seen with the Wii U, it's just sometimes all it takes is just that one game. It, you know, it needs a, its equivalent of a Mario Kart or, like, you know, if Metal Gear was an exclusive title, maybe that would have been, maybe that would have done better. But I think it yeah. needs a monster. It needs, it needs a Monster Hunter because apparently Monster Hunter is just like the secret sauce that, just that's what that's what makes people crazy over there in Japan. That like a Dragon Quest or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but typically yeah. you see those more on Nintendo's consoles. So. Uh, poor poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, I think a lot a lot of it is I think mostly just Microsoft kind of being the away the you know the away team you mm-hmm. know kind of when they go there so and just having the that kind of disadvantage when they go there so I don't know uh, at this point I wouldn't be surprised if they just you know avoided a Japanese launch altogether with their next console just because it hasn't worked out for them you know yeah I mean I would times. they should have waited for the games like they yeah. they, they should wait for something where they where they they knew that it was going to test well with uh, the Japanese and clearly they just kind of launched it 
to launch it. I mean, it, I'd say it might do better in China because now they can actually sell systems in China or they're going to sell systems in China. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, maybe 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 China ends up being the the home of the Xbox, which will be really strange. Yeah, that would be it would be it would be weird but cool, you know. Yeah, I mean that that'd be kind of neat. Like and and you know, and it's just a market of just free Korean RPGs or something going on there. Yeah. It's all like Nexon free Kingdom of the Winds type just play as you go games like Yeah, that that that'd be that would be so bizarre if the if the Xbox One just be just people just look at this is amazing American product. Let's go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't even what know that's not my Chinese. That was, that was a terrible Chinese accent. <laughs> They're just like, what does this Connect Sports rival? <laughs> yeah, but what if yeah, what if Connect Sports rival game I reviewed is just like the game? It's it just becomes it's incredible. Like, it becomes the biggest there. seller of the year in China. They love fake rock climbing in China. Let me tell you. Or like Max Curse of Brotherhood, or like something yeah, random. Just, just something like, where, and I would not be surprised if that happened in China. It's just like. <laughs> You know, Titanfall. Dragon, sells, Titan, Titan, game ever. Titanfall sells like a hundred copies. You know, but they really liked Killer Instinct. So, <laughs> uh, NBA Live got delayed uh, up until October twenty eighth, which is the start of the NBA season. Uh, yes. Ryan, do you care about NBA Live? Uh, I do not. I'm not a big sports gamer, but uh, it makes sense from what I understood the announcement that they want to kind of coincide and you know ride that basketball fever. So. That that's the spin. They also yeah. said that there was some polishing that the game needed a couple of weeks. That's before, true. Yeah, never a great that. sign. Usually, yeah. when when we see like delays for polish, like, like we're gonna take a couple of months and just really iron these. Like we need a couple of just like a few weeks, man. Just a couple of weeks. The, the jerseys <laughs> aren't swaying right for whatever reason. When you tip off in the third quarter, the game freezes. We don't know how to stop this. So just give us two weeks. Just, yeah. We got it. And like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just NBA Live has just been such a tainted franchise at this point, where they had to cancel. You know, uh, EA had to cancel their basketball game a few years ago for was it NBA right. Elite? And Something like that, I think. Yeah, yeah and it's basically the same team just working back on live. And yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind if it comes out because I think 2K needs a competitor right now, even though the 2K basketball games are always stellar and amazing. Yeah, but I feel like they might end up. Turning into what Madden turns into, being like the only, you know, the only game of its kind out that you know they just get lazy after a couple of years. I'm just like, well, let's just do roster updates. Why are we spending all this money in researching new modes and just spending more development time? Just make the graphics somewhat prettier and just make sure the the you know the rosters are up to date. Right. Make sure Yao Ming looks like Yao Ming. Just and we're good. Do you think we'll see a uh, tiny Titan in uh, NBA Live? That'd be awesome. If just every sports game came with a mini, <laughs> accidental mini player, it'd be great. Like a tiny LeBron. Tiny LeBron. That little, would be. Little, give me a little LeBron, and there you go. I, I think they'll. Uh, I I think they'll do some stupid thing like when Nintendo when Nintendo like acknowledged the Luigi death stare. I think for like a goof, they'll put put it in a trailer, just put like a tiny LeBron running around or little yeah. LeBron. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Batmobile edition, Ryan. Uh, you know, I'm going to try something a little bit new. I'm going to show you this damn thing. I'm going to show you, the beautiful people out there, what this fucking guy looks like. Let's see if this works. Oh, Bam. oh it's happening. Is it's that... happening. Hold right, on. Stop, stop talking. It's happened. <laughs> oh, it yeah. Happened. That's, that is... <laughs> that's a Batmobile. Yep. It's a statue. You get three unique skins from the DC Comics New 52 universe. Whatever that means. Uh, you get a comic book, you get a steel, ooh, steel bookcase and game disc. Not a steel game disc, that'd be kind of... I was going to say, a steel game disc, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> An 80-page art book with concept art of Batman the Arkham Knight. Uh, I'm not going to buy this. <laughs> I don't know how you feel, but I'm, I am I don't care. I'm uh, not going to buy it either. The, the statue is pretty cool, though. I, yeah, I will the statue's neat. So. But I, I let me see how much they're asking for, and then I can go make. Fun I would of imagine probably at the 150 range. You would be correct, good sir. That yep. is dangerous. I cannot. Uh, this is releasing in North America and Zealand, uh, New Zealand. So that's pretty random. But uh, yeah, that's a lot of money. Yep. I don't know if I want to spend that much money for a toy that will sit on my desk for maybe a couple of months and then just kind of fall off because there's so much other crap I got from pre-order bonuses on my desk yeah. falling off. So, yeah, I mean, that's another game. I just want it digitally. Just, you know, let me get it at midnight. I, let me be Batman at midnight. Uh, <laughs> Batman. Batman. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 got a trailer. It did. 
yeah, it'll be episodic or some nonsense. You did the post. What's yes, I did here? do the post. Uh, so they revealed some new details about the game. Uh, so obviously the characters, uh, they're going to be uh, Chris Red, uh, Claire Redfield, who is Chris Redfield's younger sister. from. She was in Resident Evil 2 and Code Veronica. Uh, and then there's also uh, Moira Burton, who is Barry Burton's daughter. Uh, and she, uh, as you know, he was the Jill Sandwich joke maker. Uh, uh. <laughs> Um, Yo, you, the master of lockpicking, can unlock anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, the trailer right now looks a little. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> it works. That's fine. It, it works. Um, so basically, the game, uh, when it first comes out, is going to be released as a uh, download, like basically as a, a Walking Dead style episodic game. Uh, so they're going to release it in four weekly chapters, um, and then after the after the the episodic you know versions are out, then they're going to release the retail disc version that will have What's all the thing on our hand. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't really see because it's in 360p. So. Oh, it's got a little. <laughs> she's got a little green bracelet on that looks like what they gave the people during the Xbox conference. Maybe you have to <laughs> just all start blinking during. Uh... You think Joel went to that? Claire went to that same conference. Yeah, she couldn't get the damn thing off. So, but uh, yeah. So that, that's the yeah that's the game. So uh, they said they'll have a season pass where you can get all the episodes. Uh, it's tw- like 25, 24.99, and then. Uh, Individual episodes are five ninety nine each. Um, if you get the season pass, there's content that will not be in like the individual episodic releases. Like mm-hmm. if you buy them individually, um, but then in the retail version, there is content that will not be included with the season pass. So I have a feeling I'll probably just wait for the disc release. So <laughs> yeah, because that sounds a lot less confusing, and yeah. it's kind of like what Capcom did with like a Suda's Wrath, where it's just like, hey, we have this game. Oh yeah, by the way, the epilogue is DLC, and it's like, well, fuck you, Capcom. Yeah. Also, yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, so that's the deal with uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I really like the first Revelations a lot, so I'm hoping this will be really good. And uh, Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us will come to Xbox One and PS4 this fall. Yes, they will. Uh, X, uh, Walking Dead, the first season, will be out uh, this October on Xbox One and PS4. After it was, it was released last year on um, PS3 and 360 and all that. Um, and then season two is also coming out uh, in a in a bundle for uh, 360, PS3, Xbox One, and PS4. And then Wolf Among Us is also coming out uh, Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, and Xbox One. All right, and uh, I guess uh, while still bothering you about Walking Dead, you reviewed <laughs> Season 2. Uh, I did, yes. I, I did my uh, my full review of the entire season as a whole after I did all the pre- all the episodes individually. Um, so altogether, I gave the season... It, it, this, I think this was a tough season to review just because, like, um, you know, be- because Season 1 was really, really good. And mm-hmm. obviously I feel like Season two kind of had a lot going against it because you know trying to you know trying to live up to that, um, especially like when it's a game like Walking Dead where your you know your decisions you you make you know have an influence on how the story unfolds and all that. Um, so my final score of the the second season was an eight. Um, you know I think it was it was a really strong season. I thought it was really good. Like the story was great, mm. and um, you know playing as Clementine kind of changed a lot of things because you saw. You know, because in the first game, as opposed to where you were playing, did you play Walking Dead at all? Or yeah, yeah, the, the first, first season. season right? Yeah, yeah first you, season. Haven't, you haven't finished season two, right? Or... No, sir. Okay, so I'll try and keep it spoiler-free, so yeah, I can't you. promise anything. So, yeah, the part where the zombies come and they kill people, you know, like all that, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, so it, I think it's different in like from the first season where you were Lee protecting Clementine, and so that was kind of your your mission and your goal was protecting. But now now that you're playing as her, you kind of see things from a different perspective because now she's learning to survive, and you know she's kind of adapting this whole like being more independent and trying to learn how to how to you know live in this new world. Um, but I think the I think the biggest issues I had were some character inconsistencies with like the development and the pacing a little bit. Um, I think the the season kind of suffered a lot from typical tel- the typical structure of a Telltale like series where it's right. like the first couple episodes are really good, then the middle tends to sag a bit. The fourth episode usually kind of is the 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 weakest point of the season, um, which happened both with this season and with Wolf Among Us, where the fourth episode was kind of like the really not great one. Clunker. Um, yeah, but then it finishes really strongly. Um, I thought the season ended really well too. Um, I think the biggest thing is that this this season really sets up a lot of, without spoiling anything again, is that the this season really the ending of the season really sets up a lot of possibilities for the beginning of next season. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see where that goes. Um, 
but overall, like I enjoyed the season a lot. I thought it had a really a lot of really good uh, like set pieces and a lot of good uh, action parts. Uh, had a really great villain like in the middle of the in the middle of the season as well. Probably one of the. the Does the it control parts. better when you do it those when you get into those action bits? Because I know in the first season, any time where I had was forced to shoot zombies, it was actually the worst part of the game. Yeah, I think I think it was better overall because I think they did less of that, like especially the parts like later on in the first season where they had you do kind of like the fake first person shooting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was so they didn't really do that as much this season, which I thought was a lot better. Um, and uh, you know, again, I think again, I think like the overall the season was good. I just felt like my my main issue was some of the character development being very inconsistent, like with uh, or especially the big thing is that you know obviously it's Walking Dead, so characters die, mm-hmm. but uh, it's like. Uh, a lot of the characters kind of get introduced. It introduces a lot of new characters, but I feel like a lot of them don't really get a lot of meaningful development before they're killed or you know before they they disappear or go elsewhere, um, which is kind of disappointing because you know it kind of feels like you know well you introduce all these characters, we don't really do much with them. Um, so that was really my only big criticism for the the season, but it was it was still really good. It's really worth playing, especially if you played season one. Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. I'm 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 waiting for the right weekend where I can play all five episodes. Yeah. But then I, I have to play all. Yeah. Of, I have to play all of season one over again on the PC just because I yeah. did it on 60. And I'm just like I don't want to go back to that. That's, so that's what I had to do with uh, when I was reviewing season two was because uh, originally I played season one on Xbox, uh, but I wanted to play season two on PC, so I replayed all of season one and I played 400 days and then I got into season two. Right. So. 400 days I got to do yeah. also, which I actually kind of liked. I think for that structure, it was, was, was kind of yeah. neat. I think that still is. 400 days actually I think still is one of my favorite like episodes of the of the series so far so okay and I think that's uh I think that's it Ryan what you been playing what are you what are you going to play what what's what's going to be occupying your time your leisure uh, activity what is going to leisure. be related uh, to video games to gaming and video what is what what are you doing uh, dreaming of Smash Brothers is the big thing, uh, which obviously is still a couple weeks away. But until I until I start playing that and play only that for probably a long time, uh, <laughs> I'm just going through backlog stuff right now. Um, I think I said last week I finished Dishonored, uh, yeah. which was really fun. I enjoyed that. Um, so new stuff I was not new stuff, but new old stuff I've been playing. Uh, I started diving into Max Payne 3 because um, that's been sitting on my 360 for a long time. Fun game. Uh, and yeah, it's been very good so far. It's and, literally uh, just Max Payne on like a Wednesday. Yeah, like, pretty it much. Doesn't really like... tie. There's nothing to do with the previous two games. It's literally just like it is. In Hoboken, yeah. I got to shoot a bunch of guys. Like I love yeah. that you're in Hoboken, New Jersey, shooting <laughs> dudes in a graveyard, which is I kind was, of amazing. I was enjoying the Hoboken, New Jersey shout out. Uh, <laughs> it was it was great. Um, but yeah, it's There's been good. I actually, I actually I've never played any of the previous Max Payne, so this is my first one. Um, so I've been really enjoying it so far, just because it's it's very different from other Rockstar games because it is linear. It's not like an open world game, mm-hmm. so it's just you know it's interesting because like instead of getting that open world structure, you get these linear levels, but they're really detailed. It's like the level design is probably like my favorite thing about. Yeah, the game. game's super gorgeous. Like, and I remember I remember the install being like 35 gigs or something. Because oh yeah, well actually no, that was funny. <laughs> I was playing it last night and uh, I I bought the, I have the uh, games on demand version, so I have the digital mm-hmm. version of the game and. Uh, it turns out, in the middle of the game, I got to, like, the middle of the single-player campaign, and it said, oh, you have to download a DLC to get the rest of the single-player. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was like, but then it turns out I had to go to an extras menu and download... Basically, I had to download the content HD pack. packs. That had, yeah, I had, to, yeah. I, had to download, like, <laughs> I had to download three game content packs, and they were all two gigs each, so I'm like, it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not playing any more of this tonight, so I had to let it sit and download everything, and then I'm actually probably going to yeah. play a little bit more tonight. But it was very strange the way they phrased it. I was like, mm. wait, do I have to pay to pay the rest of the... But, but I... I, it was, it was I bought very, this. I should have it. I was like, game. yeah. As I say, I was like, I bought it, and I was like, I bought it. I should have their full game. It was weird, but um, yeah. So I was playing, that, playing that, um, do, 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 and then also a little bit more of uh, Rogue Legacy on PC. But other than that, that's not it. It's another fun game, but it's it's like it's like I must have gone through at least like twenty five children so far. Playing yeah, that you, game, you, that, like, that'll, that'll happen, and then you'll start hitting one of those yeah. funks where you just feel like you just keep dying every thirty seconds. Yeah, it's a really tough game, but it's really fun though. It's it just I think the biggest like part that I enjoy is just getting new children, seeing what their stupid, like, uh, their ability, you know, traits are and abilities, like getting, like, the vertigo or, like, you know, nearsighted yeah. and, like, all those. Or a game age, like I got, you know, multiple times. <laughs> game age. Yeah, but uh, uh, that's it for me. Uh, and then, obviously, just watching people play Destiny. It's been a lot of fun just, like, seeing people like, you know, Tony or Al or Joel or whoever playing Destiny, so... And, uh, yeah, I, I'm playing mostly Destiny this week. Uh, I am going to play some Lethal League, which is a 
a baseball fighting game where you guys have bats and you have to hit each other with a ball that's floating around, so it becomes like almost like ping pong, except the ball will kill you. Uh, also got Dance Dance Central Spotlight, which uh, we will make a video for once we figure out the logistics of it, because that seems yes. like I will get my younger brother's breakdancing outfits and I will put something on <laughs> and I will fucking dance my ass off Yes. To some Lady Gaga or something. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing that. Um, might also play some Warframe and uh, do a nice little uh, yeah, a little video thing of... I'm, I'm thinking... I'm, i got two names in mind. I've got very traditional DualShockers play Warframe. Or... Or, <laughs> and I'll leave this to you guys, Joy sticking with George. <laughs> I I kind of like that one. Look at that. Although, Look at that. although, although, party here now, man. Although another another gaming site that may that will go nameless that rhymes with Schmoistick might uh, get mad at that, you know, for using their name. But we'll, we'll see. Unless they hire a George, then I don't see a problem. <laughs> unless they have a George okay. on staff, <laughs> I won't use a Q either. It'd just be regular joystick, joystick in apostrophe, and that'll yeah, that, that'll be it. We got a couple things going on on the site. Uh, you could win a Destiny. A white PS4 Destiny bundle. Just yes, go to our site, fill out the little, uh, fill out the little game locker dome thing that we have there on the right hand side, and uh, you know I could show you what it looks like because why the hell not? Let's take full advantage of the features. Because this is an all-encompassing. We are look, look, we are just transmedia. So on this right hand side here, you can you can enter to win a uh, PS4 Destiny bundle. You go in, you uh, it's it's like a points thing, and you get. A number of entries, and I'm losing my voice because I talk too damn much. But there are four days left. We're going to select a winner once that happens, and then if you do win it, make sure you take a picture of it, tweet it, tell us how much you we're, we're fucking awesome because you literally just got a $400 system for nothing. And it uh, comes with some PS Plus, uh, I think three months of PS Plus. And yeah, that's actually really friggin' neat. So uh, you should do that. And finally, of course... Ryan, you know what I'm going to talk about, right? It's the end of the show. I, I I have to talk about our awesome, our awesome, look at that, look at, look at me just like directing the show here. Our That's awesome t-shirts on our website. Oh my god. Tee Public. I, I called them something else last week, which was a different uh, vendor of t-shirts. Don't go to them, go to these guys. Right from our main page, you can get a cool Dooshocker shirt like this, or, you know, Sub-Zero and Scorpion playing video, playing Street Fighter, that's weird. Uh, you know, Yoshi, there's Iron Man ironing, get it? Because he's, he's Iron Man, and that's what you do with an iron. Uh, if there's some Last of Us nonsense, there's a, a, a Mugu thing, there's a, an at-at, says, come at me, bro. It's just tons of great shirts you can get. Uh, all You know, when you buy from that, you help, you help us out, and the, the shirts are cool, and you'd be a cool guy if you did cool things like that. So just cool. Just, just letting you know, right, Ryan? Yes, because I always need more t-shirts in my life of my favorite geeky things. Right? That's what I'm saying. And uh, that'll be it. I say to myself every day as I go home. Yeah, right. (laughs) My life would be better if I just had another Wolverine shirt. Uh, but yeah, that'll be it. That, that this was a uh, shotcast one eighty one eighty seven. I'm gonna stop na- I'm gonna stop numbering these, right? I think in my the George regime will be no numbered shotcasts. It'll just be like bam, just fucking shotcast. Enjoy it. Well, I revolt and uh, will not take. <laughs> is that is that is that the line? Is that the line I just crossed? Like, dude, you just <laughs> have to keep these numbered. All right. I, I just I just said I'm done. Thanks. I'm gone. So. Fuck you. Do this yourself. And I'll do a fucking podcast myself. All right. I I can talk. I, please. Yeah. Wait till you see the videos I'm gonna do. It's basically gonna be me talking like a crazy person. Uh, yeah, and that'll be it. Thanks for thanks for watching. Make sure you check out our site, read our things. Again, I've been George. Peace, love, all that. And I'm here joined by the awesome Ryan Eisler. That shotcast came from the moon. I had to make that joke. I'm sorry. I had to. Just, I had to. I had to sneak it in there somewhere. So. I, I, you know, and I, and I refuse to use like any like a date with destiny kind of headlines. Or, this is your destiny type bullshit because I feel like everyone's podcast will have something like that, and I just I that made me my butthole clenched when I see people use like a date with destiny or uh, no. Yep. I think Tony Tony did that for one of the shot casts, and I yelled at him about it. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, I remember that one now. But, so uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna change the title for just for you and make you mad as I'm <laughs> uploading this to YouTube. All right, guys, take care. We'll see you next week, where we will probably have a special guest. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
See, well, it's, it's called a teaser, Ryan. You tease it for the following week before people get interested and watch it. It's, it's TV talk. We'll, we'll talk after. Uh, all right, guys. Have a good night. Peace. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>